Hi everyone, you're listening to the Multifamily Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Koo, and this is the show where I interview investors to find out how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. Enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Multifamily Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Koo, and this is the show where I interview multifamily real estate investors and discuss how they found their rhythm and created their own sound investments. We are bringing back the Justin Moy. If you want to hear about his story, you've got to listen to the previous episode because this episode is all about action items. Welcome back to the show, Justin. Taylor, thank you so much, man. I love coming back. I love talking about action. When you told me about this, I was super, super, super excited because we have similar views on uh, you know, getting educated versus taking action. Education is a constant, constant, constant thing. Uh, if you're waiting until you're, you know, quote unquote, educated, you're never going to get there. So I, I love the concept. Yeah, absolutely. Now I, pre- I appreciate it. And I would love if we can we can dive into it. So what action items can you give our listeners then in case they wanted to get started today? Yeah. I'm going to take this to a route that I think a lot of the listeners might fit a little bit more in that passive space. Mm-hmm. I say this because even if you want to get active in this space, it's good to have passive experience. Uh, most of the time people have passively invested before and then they became active, whether they syndication or flipping or whatever the case may be, they typically do better quite faster. So if your goal is to get active, it's a really good first step. Uh, if your goal is to be passive completely, this of course is going to be critical for you, but here's the action item I want to talk about that I would really recommend listeners do today, not tomorrow today is I would look up between three and five sponsors in, in probably some type of syndication. They don't have to be apartments. They have car wash syndicators, mobile homes, self-storage, industrial, anything, medical offices, doesn't matter. Whatever you think is, is great for you. I would look up, just Google, you know, it's called apartment syndication or apartment syndicators. And I would reach out to three to five groups And I would schedule, if they're a good group and they have good systems and processes in place, they're going to have some kind of form for you to fill out. At the end, when you fill out your information, there'll be some kind of prompt to schedule a call. You are going to actually schedule that call. You're going to get your calendar out. You're going to find a day and time that works for you. You're going to schedule between three and five calls with those sponsors. Now, whether you're ready to passively invest today or this year or not, doesn't really matter. Here's why. All you're going to do on these calls is pick their brain about the benefits, the pros and the cons of being a passive investor. And you're going to request an investor deck from them, from a past deal. It doesn't have to be a deal that's gone full cycle. It could be a deal they recently closed. doesn't matter. The goal is a couple of things. You're going to get talking to sponsors. You're going to start to see what decks look like. And if you look at three to five sponsors, you're going to see, okay, this one may be a little bit better. This one's maybe a little bit worse. And then what I want you to do is just continue to get their emails. If they are a sponsor worth their salt, they will continue to serve you content, educational content, whether it's a newsletter, a single topic emails, weekly, monthly, quarterly, doesn't matter. You are just going to see what their systems and processes are like, how adamant they are in following through with them. And then whether you invest with those groups or not, you just have to get started. This space, you don't grow linearly, you grow exponentially. 
which is a great thing, but it can also hurt you if you wait too long. If you just don't do anything, you never take action. Just take the action, get on a few lists. I promise you, eventually, one of those sponsors, if they're pretty good, is going to have a deal that's interesting to you. And that is going to be the first step to getting the ball rolling. I actually love that. I absolutely love that advice. And that's the first action item that has come that has come up that I would say is probably one of my favorites that has come up just I because, just because, I mean, what they, you know, to your point, whether you're on the active side or passive side, you're, you can st- still always learn what other operators are doing. And I didn't even think about just the content that they're going to be giving because you, then you're just going to start to understand their investing philosophy, their strategy, and then you get to see how great they are in communicating. And you really just start to get to know the sponsor and, and, yeah. and ask them questions because you're just genuinely curious. Now, important. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned the questions part. I would love if we can dive into some of these sample questions, if this is their first time that they're talking to. Um, that they're talking to an operator or maybe second time, what sample questions would you ask? Would you, would you have them ask the operator? You know, what's a good one. If this is true. uh, Hey, I've never done this before. I've never been on one of these calls. What can I expect? Hmm. That's a good one. That's a really, really broad one. Uh, Because the point of the call is you also want to see if they can lead really, if they are taking your money, they are leading you. They're leading your money. They're, they're in charge of your money. You want to see, can they be a person that is in charge and takes charge of things like a simple conversation or a simple pitch that they have? Um, one question, and I discussed this on my podcast, it's a question that I, I pull kind of from my sales background that I don't know if I've ever gotten asked, uh, but I think it's going to make you stand out so much as a potential LP, because if I haven't been asked, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume, I don't know, I'm going to assume that a lot of people haven't. This is the question I want you to ask you as you wrap it up. Out of all the passive investors who you talk to, who don't end up investing with you, what's the main reason they don't invest? Now it's going to do a couple of things. First is I'm a business owner. I like to get behind the lines with people. I want to see how in tune they are with their investors and their investor base. Hmm. I want this to be a business for you. This is not a side hustle. You're not going to be a side hustler with my money. And I invest passively as well. I'm on your your list to get deals. I saw your car wash deal come through. I want to see your system and process. I want to know if you don't know and you go, you know, I have no idea because if I go on these calls and they never invest, I never follow up. So I have no idea why they don't invest. That to me tells me not necessarily this is a side hustle, but you're just not in tune with that investor base. If you have a solid answer for me, that tells me that you're in tune with the people who you are, you satisfy and with the people who you maybe weren't the right fit for. No sponsor is the right fit for 100% of the LPs or the potential passive investors that they talk to, not a single one. So also if they tell you, well, nobody, everybody I talk to invests, probably not, that's, that's gonna be crap. And I just wanna hear why, what are your weaknesses? Maybe it's the type of investment. Maybe it's that you like cash flowing assets, other people want quick equity multiples and that's why they don't invest. You know, whatever the, whatever the answer is, that's fine. But I want to know, are you in tune with your potential investors and your investor base? Hmm. I love that. That's a great question. <laughs> and and, and to, to be honest, I haven't been asked that as well. And it, it sounds, it, you haven't been asked that as well, or you are. I haven't been, but I ask it when I'm on, when uh, on calls, passive yeah. calls. Um, 
And yeah, again, it's one of those questions. It's kind of like an interview question. It's not yeah. so much the answer that matters, the the fit, the actual answer that matters. It's it's how they answer it. And I want to learn other things from it. Like I said, I want to know how in tune you are with, with the people you talk to. Um, and I want to know if you're able to recognize, I don't want to say it's a downfall, but maybe a reason why people don't invest. Yeah. Right. So I want to know all of those things. I want to know if you're in tune with it. And if you're in tune with it, that probably tells me that you are very, very rock solid about your business here. You take mm-hmm. this very seriously because it's hard to keep in touch with the people who you didn't close as investors. Um, it's hard to keep in touch with them. So if they keep in touch and they get that feedback, that tells me they're very serious about the business. Now, what are some of the the red flags that you that you look out for that are that you watch out and you're like, ooh, I'm not yeah. necessarily <laughs> sure anymore. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I pay attention a lot to how people speak. Mm. If they don't seem confident or they hesitate, and not necessarily a bad thing, but we make decisions emotionally, right? And so when people hesitate or they don't seem that confident, that's that oh. triggers an emotional reaction to us that just makes us feel a little bit uneasy. Sometimes it is about your gut. You don't have to be a rational person and, and say, I didn't invest because their business model didn't fit mine. Maybe it fit perfectly, but for some reason, you just couldn't see yourself wiring the money. You can trust your gut on it for sure. And I recommend you do. Some red flags, I would say not admitting to mistakes or not talking about things that have gone sideways in deals. Every deal has something. There's, there's no deal that goes 100% according to plan. Ask them how they adjust and see what those answers are like. If they say that they've never adjusted or they never needed to, or, oh, we underwrite so conservatively, we haven't ever had to do, had any mistakes come up. Probably not. Even the best of the best of the best make plenty of errors, yeah. not purposely, but just in, in ways that we can't foresee or you just can't help. Um, so those, those are big things. Hmm. And it, this is more of a, a buzzword too. Everyone talks about it like, oh, we underwrite conservatively. And, yeah. you know, any, I guess any tips for the investor that is just getting into it that wants to, that it doesn't necessarily know what conservative underwriting means. Like how do they, how do they, can they really vet that this underwriting is conservative? So I agree with you. It's, it's a, a bit of a buzzword. Um, and it does make even my ears perk up if somebody just got a property in downtown, what we call old town here in Scottsdale. Oh, and it's so conservatively underwritten. If you were conservatively underwriting in a very, very extraordinarily hot market and you still got the deal, that would mean you're paying maybe up to seven figures less than the next person. I want to know why. Yeah. How is this so conservative? Why did you get the deal? Because if you're conservative, that means you paid less. The more conservative you are, the less you paid for the property. Hmm. And in, in like this market, I don't think there's anybody out there who's being 100% conservative. I think people are pulling some different levers. Um, how aggressive they're getting, I don't know. Uh, I know how we mix it. We are a little bit conservative, but at the same time, we know that we are buying property that we can adjust to. Um, so I would ask why. It's got to be a good story. If you are saying this is so conservative, and I would even ask, hey, on a one to 10, how conservative is this? Is this? And it's okay if it's on a 10. But they say, no, it's a 10. Okay how did you get the deal? Why were you the one that got the deal when there's other operators who maybe equally or even more seasoned and respected in that market who would have paid more? They would have underwritten at a seven or six conservative scale. Why did you get it and you paid significantly less? And again, just see what the answers are. If it's an answer you're happy with, fantastic. If not, then feel free to dig in and ask a little bit more questions. 
Wow. There are so many golden nuggets in this just this past <laughs> like 15 minutes. And so, you know, definitely listen back because there were a lot of questions that can definitely benefit you, whether you're an active investor or a passive investor. And, you know, I, I really strongly encourage you to take Justin's advice. This is probably one of the best action items that I've heard throughout all of my episodes. So thank you, Justin, for, for, for enlightening us. I appreciate it. I hope there's value. Again, you know, reach out. I have my info in the other in the other show notes. I don't know if they'll be in this one too. Um, we'll put it in the show notes here as well. Perfect. I figured uh, just head down there, reach out. We got whatever you need. Ebooks for free education, podcasting. Reach out with any questions you've got. Uh, happy to answer them for you. If for any reason I can't, I'll connect you with someone who can. Awesome. Well, thanks, Justin. Appreciate your time. And thank you everyone for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got any value out of the show, I'd greatly appreciate if you leave a rating and review on iTunes to help others receive that same value. If you're looking to learn more on how to passively invest in apartment buildings or self-storage assets, click on my link in the show notes to learn more. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.